Hello everybody, my name is Dawson. This is another episode of The Real Doss. Gonna do some highlights of day three of the Democrat National Convention. Gonna talk a little bit about um, some of the things that were said. We're also gonna go into Barack Obama's speech and Kamala Harris's speech. So, let's get at it. All right, so day three of the Democrat National Convention was yesterday. But before I get into that, I want to bring up some breaking news that happened earlier today. Um, Steve Bannon, you all know who he is. Steve Bannon was arrested and charged with fraud today. He was arrested and charged with fraud today. Um, I would talk about that. Um, but I may, I'll probably bring that up on Friday's episode, tomorrow's episode, do a little section on that, talk a little bit more about it. So I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I don't normally do episodes on Friday, but this is a special week and I'm going to be doing a Friday episode for you. Um, so yeah, tune into that tomorrow. Just throwing that out there. Um, but I just wanted to bring up Steve Bannon was charged with fraud and i will talk more about that tomorrow back to the convention now um day three like i said happened yesterday um speakers included gadby giffords hillary clinton elizabeth warren barack obama kamala harris um, performances by Billie Eilish, Prince Royce, Jennifer Hudson. Music performances were done pretty well. Billie Eilish did a really good job of her song of My Future, her song called My Future. She also spoke a little bit at the, before her song, and I was very impressed with what she said. It was very, very well said what she did. Um, Prince Royce uh, did Stand By Me. Um, he did it. In Spanish, too, and I was very impressed with that. I didn't catch Jennifer Hudson's performance. MSNBC did not air it, so I didn't get a chance to see it. So I apologize for not being able to talk about that. Um, I wish they didn't cut it out. I didn't know that she, perf- didn't, that she performed. Tonight, day four, the chicks are playing. Formerly the Dixie Chicks, now the chicks, they are playing. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear them. I kind of hope they do Gaslighter. I kind of hope that's the song they play. But we'll see what they do. Anyways, last night, um, Carrie Washington hosted. Did a good job. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is hosting tonight. So that'll be, that. I, that's going to be good. I'm going to, I can't wait to hear that. Uh, but yeah, yesterday, musical the musical performances that I seen were actually pretty good. Terry Washington did a good job hosting. Um, Elizabeth Warren uh, looked like she was speaking in a classroom. Um, or uh, like a children's classroom, like a, a younger children's classroom, maybe kindergarten or something like that. They're on the shelf in the back. I noticed this is pointed out on Twitter later on last or late last night. Someone had magnified the fo- a photo of her talking in the classroom, and on this, on a shelf in letters on different three different shelves and 
larger letters, were, was BLM, Black Lives, Matter, Black Lives Matter. And I thought that was really cool that she, someone seen that she gave a nod to Black Lives Matter in her in her speech in her in the background of her um, speech. I thought it was really cool that she did that. Her speech wasn't that bad. Um, I liked what she had to say. Um, Gabby Giffords, I got to tell you, I'm. She's kind of a hero. You know, she is a hero. She's what it means to be a patriot. It was the longest speech she's ever, she's given since the 2011 shooting. She said some really, really amazing things. Um, I was very impressed with what she said. I was, yeah, I was, it was very impressive. Um, Hillary Clinton, I wasn't, it's not that I didn't like what she said. She said some good things um but it just i don't know i just again she's one of those people that i'm just it's just hard for me to fully pay attention to her that's just me that's not other people other people love listening to her talk this is just me i know many of you are going to disagree with me on that that's perfectly okay she did say a line she said this is not this should not be a woulda coulda shoulda election i thought that was awesome that is very 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 true um one of the other highlights that i really really liked um they showed the entire they showed um barack obama surprising joe biden and one of the last things that barack obama did as president um giving Joe Biden the Medal of Freedom. And Joe Biden had no idea that he was doing this. The reaction that Joe Biden had was very emotional. He knew what, how much this medal meant. He knew how big of a deal it was to get this medal. And you could t- he was just so shocked to get it. And it was, back then, it was a wonderful moment. And it was a wonderful moment to watch again. Um, I was, I mean, it, it's a really, it was a really, really nice video, and I'm really, really glad that they highlighted that. Um, there's also um, a violence against women video. Biden brought up the, a bill for that. Um, it was again very effective, um, showing trying to show that he cares. Uh, we know that he does. Uh, trying to show that he cares about violence against women. He's again he supports women he i mean it's it was a good video it was a good video it was a good section of the the night last night i was very impressed with that section um obama was supposed to close out yesterday but instead he asked to be switched so that kamala harris could talk instead be the last person to talks as a way of passing the torch to her so I thought that was a really cool thing that he did. So not a very exciting night to begin with, but once Obama talked, I mean, he when Obama talks, you shut up, you listen, and he just, what he said was just outstanding. And I want to talk about him in the next section. I'll also talk, talk about what Kamala Harris said after Barack Obama's speech. So we'll get into those in more detail. So let's talk about Obama's speech now
All right. Obama, Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama spoke last night at the Museum of the American Revolution in Philadelphia. Very historic place, very important place. His speech, when does he ever not do a good speech? It's Barack Obama. He is. He will never do a bad speech. The man can talk. The man can talk. And last night was no different. Some of the highlights that he said, um, some of the hi- some of the um, important things that he said here. Um, he talked about. Um, Giving talk about here. Here's one thing that he said. I'm, <laughs> I sorry. I had to get my notes here. That's what a little pause here. I didn't have. I couldn't find my notes. <laughs> All right. So this is one of the things that Obama said near the beginning. Um, I never expected that my successor would embrace my vision or continue my policies. I did hope, for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously. I mean, he was like this. He talked in that tone for almost his entire speech. And I really, really love that. He also said Donald Trump hasn't grown into the job because he can't. And that Trump views the presidency as nothing more than a reality show that he can use to get the attention he craves. And he kept go piling on crap, stuff like that. It was so, it was awesome to hear Obama with th- that kind of attitude. And so that, that was something to hear from Obama. He told the people of America, he told you, citizens of America, don't let them take away your power. Don't let them take away your democracy. We want you guys to vote. I want you guys to vote. And you know what? Last night, Trump watched. Trump watched Obama talk. And he must have pushed the wrong button on Trump because oh, Donald Trump tweeted in all caps. He posted these two tweets during Obama's speech. These were in all caps. He was pissed off and it was awesome that he was. Trump said, he spied on my campaign and got got." tweeted that out in all caps he also said why did he refuse to endorse joe until why did he refuse to endorse endorse slow joe until it was all over and even then was very late why did he try to get him not to run i mean he trump was i i think it's awesome I really do. I think that it's awesome. Trump was that pissed at Trump at, at it, and that was that was really something, you know, to 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 see in real time that Trump was that set off. So that that was really. I was happy that that Obama did that. Now. Obama also praised Joe Biden, called him his brother, said um, he's a man who learned early on to treat every person he meets with respect and dignity.
living by the words his parents taught him. No one is better than you, Joe, but you're better than nobody. He made Joe Biden, he really humanized Joe Biden, and it was, the more this convention goes on, the more I'm starting to see the Joe Biden from when he was vice president, the more I'm starting to see the Joe Biden that we liked when Barack Obama was president. And we need that now. We need this kind of humanity in government. I mean, especially people in America need it. And it's, I think this Democrat convention is giving a lot of people hope. You're looking at the poll numbers, and I know polls don't mean anything. Look at what happened last time, but these are higher numbers for Joe Biden than, be, than before, and I think I'll, I think more people are starting to realize that it's probably it's more than probable that he will defeat Trump, and I think Trump knows it, which is why Trump is getting so angry, like he is. He's getting so. I think it's it's bugging him. I think he knows he's going to lose, and he's scared that he's going to lose, and he's just trying to find a way any way possible for him to win Barack Obama also said about Joe Biden that he made he made me a better president he's got the character and the experience to make us a better country and I think a lot more people are seeing that I think a lot more people are seeing that Joe Biden really can bring America together that people that he will make America a better country. That he will fix what could start to fix, start to repair what Trump did. And I, I, I'm seeing it on Twitter. I'm seeing it on TV with the MSNBC hosts, um, Joy Reid, Rachel Maddow, and um, Nicole Wallace, who, by the way, I want MSNBC to just have them on every night. It's they're they're fa- fantastic hosts. I haven't watched CNN's coverage of it because I like these three women better than CNN's hosts. Anyways, what I'm seeing a lot of people be hopeful for this election, and it's not just because you know Biden is going to be better than Trump. I think it's because of Kamala Harris too. I think Kamala Harris is, that's one of the main things that people are hopeful for. She is going to bring a lot more change. People are getting more excited. She's going to be in the White House. She's going to be a main leader and she will help restore faith in America. Restore America's image around the world and you know I, I think they're right I think she is going to be a big help in restoring America and I'm I'm just I really really hope that that's that's what happens I, I my partner said that they hope Joe Biden wins they hope that he wins in a landslide it's just and I hope so too. My mom hopes so too. We're, we want him to win. We're Canadian and we want him to win.
were tired of hearing his crap. And I'm not the only one. The world is tired of hearing his crap. The world is tired of him. And I just... We just we just want him gone. We want him out of the way. We don't want to hear him anymore. And I can and like I said before, I cannot imagine how you guys in the states are handling this. It's got to be really really tough. But I know there's hope for you guys, and I can feel that it with for you. I I feel the hope, and I just I hope you guys do the right thing, and I hope you guys elect Joe Biden. Next segment, we're going to talk about Kamala Harris. Alright. Kamala Harris was formally nominated to be the Democrat nominee for vice president last night. Before her speech, her family gave a video, spoke on video about her, um, her stepdaughter, uh, her stepdaughter spoke, her niece Mina, and her sister Maya spoke. Her stepdaughter um, said about um, Kamala, You're a rock, not just for our dad, but for three generations of our blended family. Um, called her Mamala, which ended up being trending on Twitter afterwards. Hashtag Mamala was trending. That, I thought that was awesome. Um, her sister Maya said that Kamala Harris was her very first friend, her confidant, and her partner in mischief and injustice. And her niece Mina said, You're my role model who taught me I could be and, I, and do anything that I wanted. The three of them then together said, You're a rock. Oh, so the three of them then together said, We love you, Kamala. We are so proud of you, Auntie. You mean the world to us, Kamala. And we could not be more excited to share you with the world as the next Vice President of the United States. And I thought that was... It was so nice to see them talk. It, it made her seem like this really, really cool, really fun person. And she is... I've seen video of her when she's not talking about politics. I don't know exactly where she was recording this from or who she was talking to but she was giving talking to someone who was asking about turkey or something she was talking about how the, the best way to cook it um she has done cooking videos and i think that was i thought that was awesome i i she's she is just this wonderful real person and i just really enjoy watching her when she's just being herself Mike Pence doesn't have that attitude, doesn't have that personality. He's just—it's Pence, like it just. Ugh. Anyways, let's talk about what Kamala Harris said in her speech. Um. Um. She talked about the legacy of her mom, about how what her mom taught her. Uh, the service to others gives life purpose and meaning. Um, what her mom might have been thinking when she gave birth to her, she said that Kamala Harris said this on that day. Talking, she's talking about the day that she was born. On that day, she probably would have never imagined that I, 
would be standing before you now speaking these words. I accept your nomination for Vice President of these United States of, of the United States of America. And you know what? Her mom has got to be so proud of her right now watching her do this. Her mom's just... Bet you her mom's watching her and just being like, that's my girl. That's my little girl. I am so proud of you. I... And who couldn't be proud of her? It's, she is just this amazing, amazing woman. She also, Kamala Harris, also talked about how COVID has treated people of color disproportionately. She said this. While this virus touches us all, let's be honest, it's not... An equal opportunity offender, black, Latino, and indigenous people are suffering and dying disproportionately. This is not a coincidence. It's, it is the effect of structural racism. This virus has no eyes, and yet it knows exactly how we see each other and how we treat each other. And then she said, my favorite line of her speech, and I, I, made, I posted this quote on my Twitter, on the, my Twitter page, because um, I thought, in my profile, I thought this is the best line of her speech. She said this, and let's be clear, there's no vaccine for racism. I love that. I love that. I love that story. But I love what she said. I love that. And let's be clear, there's no vaccine for racism. I almost started clapping when she said that. I thought, just such a good line. She continued afterwards, we've got to do the work for George Floyd, for Breonna Taylor, for so many others. To, for so many others to name for our children and for all of us so I'm sorry. for so many to for too many to others to name for our children and for all of us and there are too many to name it's been I don't know how many days since Breonna Taylor was murdered and her, the police that have killed her are still have still yet to be charged and they need to be. But it, the longer this goes on, the more likely, the longer they, they are free, the more likely they won't be charged. She wants them charged. I want them charged. The majority of people listening to this podcast probably want them charged. And they need to be. She talked about her advocacy for survivors of sexual assault. And then, Point and then, in what was probably one of the biggest in insults to Donald Trump, she was. This has had to be. This was about Donald Trump. This quote that I'm going to tell you. She talked about her advocacy for survivors of sexual assault. And in her talk, in her lines, she said this: "I know a predator when I see one." And she looked at the camera. It's like she knew Donald Trump was talking, was listening to her. 
And like I said before, Mike Pence, like I've said before, yeah, Mike Pence has got to be scared to be, to, to be debating her. He is, he is, it's not going to be a good debate for Mike Pence. He is going to be, he's going to have issues with her and I so cannot wait to watch him struggle. She closed out her speech. One of the late lines in her speech was this. Years from, years from now, when this moment has passed, our children and our grandchildren will look in our eyes and ask us, where were you when the stakes were high? And we will tell them not just how we felt. We will tell them what we did. And I hope what they do, I hope what you do in the U.S. is vote out Donald Trump and start to fix the damage that he's done. And it's not going to take four years. It's not going to take eight years. It's going to take longer than that. It's going to take a full two full terms of Biden. Maybe even a term of Kamala Harris. Maybe she'll run after Biden does his two terms, if he does two terms. But it's going to take a long time to fix what Donald Trump did. But electing Joe Biden will will be the start. And it will fix some things. You just can't let anybody like Donald Trump get get in power ever again. If you elect someone like him again, you're America. You'll be screwed, and it'll be it'll be damage that you can't fix. It'll be permanent. You elect Joe Biden, the healing can be in. Just, just elect him. You need to elect him. You need to vote for him. Do everything you possibly can. To vote for Joe, to elect Joe Biden, get your ballots early. Get your vote early. Do, just go out there, vote. Tell your parents to vote. Tell your children if they're of age to vote. Tell your neighbors to vote. Tell your family to vote. Just vote. For the love of God, vote. Don't stay at home because you don't like Joe Biden. Go vote for him. You don't want Trump in office. Go vote for Biden. That's your option. You could either not vote for Biden and have Trump be elected again, or you could vote for Biden and get Trump out of there. That's that's what you're going to do. You're going to vote for Joe Biden. Just please get Trump out of office. We, the world needs him out of office. The world needs him to not be a leader anymore. He's done too much damage. And you guys need to start the healing process. Okay, that's it. Like I said earlier, tomorrow I will do a special Friday episode recapping tonight's final day of the convention. I'll also be talking about uh, Steve Bannon's arrests. I'll do a little segment on that, talk about why, what he was charged with, why he was charged. Uh, 
that'll be the first thing I talk about in tomorrow's episode. But for now, hopefully you guys have a good have a good day, and um, enjoy yourself. Go, just be safe, have fun, have a good rest of the day, and I will be talking to you tomorrow.